1: So can you, again, keep in your mind two things, that Dr. Fauci, the hero of the pandemic, might also have had a role in the research that may have caused the pandemic. You know, people can't get it through their heads, but that's the reality. The point is that we we we're not we don't have a media environment where we can have that kind of discussion, where we can say, okay, listen, you know, scientists are good people. They were trying to prevent the pandemic. Maybe their research got out of hand. Maybe in this Chinese lab, we there was a bunch of other stuff going on as the Biden administration and the Trump administration said. And maybe
2: we got to get to the bottom of it. Is that too much to ask? That was Washington Post columnist and the author of the definitive book on COVID, Josh Rogan, a mainstream media reporter who we'd not normally agree with, but someone considered highly credible. He was making an astonishing claim, one the media before that had always said was a conspiracy theory, that the Chinese military had deliberately engineered COVID as a bioweapon in a lab to get the upper hand financially in the world and either deliberately released it or it got out somehow. At the time, what was striking was how afraid Rogan was. He dropped those bombshells that Fauci might be the grandfather of covid On Megyn Kelly's podcast, flat out saying at the time that he was afraid to do it in a bigger media forum because it just wasn't allowed. What exactly he was afraid of is unclear. But he warned that the world's most prominent virologist and scientist agreed with him, believed that that covid virus had been deliberately engineered and had come out of the Wuhan lab and even been a product of the research that Fauci's organization was knee-deep in. What made it okay for Rogan to take a career risk and come out and ask the question? He told us the week before, former CDC director Dr. Robert Redfield had said essentially the same thing. It was so shocking it was even covered by CNN that the Wuhan lab itself, a military installation, may have been the source of COVID, not the animal wet markets. But still, Rogan was afraid. A remarkable thing for a Washington Post columnist to admit.
1: What you have to understand is that this body of research, this gain of function research, the, the, the whole world of virologists. And I, I, I came to learn a lot about how this operates over the last year and a half of writing this book. Uh, you know, it's very insular. OK, and I often talk to scientists who say the same thing. They say, listen, we really want to speak out about this, but we can't do it. Why can't we do it? Well, we get all of our funding from NIH or NIAD, which is the National Association for Infectious Diseases, which is run by Dr. Fauci for years and years and years. And so we can't say anything like, oh, gain of function research might be dangerous or "It might have come from the lab because we're going to lose our our careers. We're going to lose our funding. We're not going to be able to do the work. So there's this, you know, people like to say, oh, the scientists all think this. But there's a whole bunch of more and more are coming out, actually, and you see them. Every day, and Redfield's uh, uh, sort of signal was like, "This is okay to do. You can say this." You know, but but still, they get attacked for being racist or whatever. They might lose their funding, and the head of that pyramid, the head of the funding, the head of the entire field, really is Anthony Fauci. He's the godfather of gain of function research as we know it. Now, that again, just what I said there is like too hot for you know TV because people don't want to think about the fact that our hero of the pandemic, Dr. Fauci might also have been connected to this research, which might also have been connected to the outbreak.
2: I'm not privileged like a Washington Post columnist. And for asking the exact same question he did on Facebook, I was put in Facebook jail for three days. You don't dare to question whether the Chinese deliberately engineered this, and our government might have helped them deliberately or unwittingly. But when he did it, It became acceptable for the mainstream media to ask these questions. Next up, the former New York Times science editor writing an article asking the same thing. Sure looks like this virus came out of the Wuhan lab, not the wet markets. Even as MSNBC last week made fun of those asking these questions as apex conspiracy theorists, more and more credible people have come out and said the evidence exists. And for the very survival of humanity, it must be examined because COVID-19 was not the only strain of COVID or even the most deadly one to be toyed with in that lab and given gain of function. Gain of function, by the way, is where scientists artificially teach dangerous viruses that wouldn't otherwise jump from animals to humans to do just that. Then this weekend, the Wall Street Journal joined them. Let me read you the first couple paragraphs of this article called Scientists Demand Answers on COVID Origins. Dr. Anthony Fauci can keep downplaying the possibility that the pandemic began at a Chinese lab partially funded by a grantee of his government institute. But even Dr. Fauci's numerous media admirers cannot prevent scientists from asking appropriate questions about the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Wall Street Journal wrote... Quote, top researchers are calling for a real investigation into the origin of COVID-19, unquote, is the headline on a story in MIT Technology Review by Rowan Jacobson. So now even MIT is writing about this. The Wall Street Journal continues. A year ago, the idea that COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic could have been caused by a laboratory accident was denounced as a conspiracy theory by the world's leading journalists, scientists and news organizations. And they continue to say it isn't anymore and even point out that in a letter to the credible journal Science, 18 prominent biologists, including the world's foremost coronavirus researcher, are lending their weight to calls for new investigations of all possible origins of the virus and calling on China's laboratories and agencies to open their records to independent analysis. This horrifying question, did the Chinese engineer covid And how did it get out of the lab where they did it is going mainstream. Yet the Democrats refuse to hold congressional inquiries. And Biden's administration refuses to release the classified information our intelligence agencies have on covid's origins. But the caliber and qualifications of the people who now are courageously publicly asking gave cover this week To Mike Pompeo, so he could go on Maria Bartiromo and say something shocking about what he knows about COVID's origins. He can't tell us because this data is still classified, but here's what he could say. And keep in mind, Pompeo's not just the former Secretary of State under Trump. Before that, he was the director of the CIA. When you were at the State Department, what did you know about the origins of the coronavirus, sir?
3: We worked to get every bit of evidence that we could. We tried to deliver this, the CDC tried to work with the Chinese, they covered it up terribly. But every piece of evidence that we saw throughout the entire time I was there suggested that this originated in that laboratory at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, I haven't seen a shred of evidence that suggests anything to the contrary. That evidence continues to accumulate in spite of the fact that the Chinese Communist Party will not permit anyone to get any access to the laboratory, to the original materials, to the doctors that were working there. The list of the cover-up efforts is staggering. And the combination of the circumstantial evidence that we have combined with the intense effort to deny us information about that lab, the risk that something like this happens again from that laboratory or another Chinese laboratory is very real. They are operating and conducting activities that are inconsistent with their capacity to secure those facilities. And the risk of bioweapons and bioterror emanating from this region is very real.
2: Despite this, it appears that the Democrats and the mainstream media are still covering for China. I'll explain up next. To understand how the whole thing is fixed, the investigation that is, you got to understand who Peter Dasick is. He's the head of Echo Health Alliance, the organization that got the grant that allegedly has been used for the gain of function research from Dr. Anthony Fauci's federal agency and passed it through to the Wuhan lab. The question then becomes, are the Chinese telling the truth? When they say that COVID actually came from the U.S. military, via the U.S. military to them. It sounded insane at the time, a year ago, when they said it. Now it makes a whole lot more sense. Especially when you consider that the only American on the World Health Organization team that's doing the official investigation into COVID origins is, say it with me, Peter Dasick, The very guy accused of passing through the funds for the gain of function research with the Chinese sponsoring gain of function research in other places and being directly involved in it. Again, gain of function research is where you teach deadly viruses that are only in animals to jump to humans when they normally wouldn't do so in nature without your help. No way, no how can the very guy who'd be held responsible for what happened in that Wuhan lab and who passed the funding through, should be the only guy from our country investigating it. It all looks fixed. News of this finally hit the mainstream on Fox Business's Maria Bartiromo show over the weekend when she was talking to Representative Devin Nunes, and Peter Dasick's name finally came up.
4: And so this is somebody who was who who clearly has taken from our estimation about one hundred million dollars. We don't know. We don't have an accounting for all that money. I'm sure a lot of that money was being used for for good research. But the question is, should somebody like this who was involved in allocating that money be involved in investigating the origins of this Wuhan virus? I'm not sure that would be appropriate.
2: But Representative Nunes wasn't done. He, too, is asking these questions. Why not investigate the origin? Why not declassify what our government knows about the origin? Democrats refuse, despite Republican congressional proposals to investigate the origin. So far, it's been blocked by Nancy Pelosi. Here's Representative Nunes on Maria Bartiromo this weekend.
4: The question is, something like this that can be so dangerous and so deadly and turned into a weapon, is that really something that we would want to be involved in, or that we would want taxpayer money being involved in?
2: Right. Now, Anthony Fauci, in his testimony, was adamant, said it's just not true to Rand Paul. What was he doing? Did he lie?
4: Well, look, we'll see. I mean, my guess is, is that there was no money. They're playing word games here. This, as, as we know, the U.S. institutions, the government agencies in this country, have gotten really good at supporting the Democrat socialist narratives that they want to support. So clearly they wouldn't want it out there that Obama was actually created. This program was sending taxpayer dollars to China. So what, what was likely happening, it was being routed through a nonprofit and then routed into China. Uh, sound familiar? We've seen that we've seen this before uh, with the Democratic Party doing similar types of operations, where they were fun, funneling information to the media and then funneling it back into the Department of Justice. It seems like kind of the yeah. same old play call.
2: Yeah, I'm, and by the way, the nonprofit was the Eco Health Alliance, run by Peter Dasick. Back when I was a crime reporter, and a woman turned up dead, even if they weren't exactly sure who did it. In other words, they didn't have the evidence. Who did they look at first? Always the men in her life. Men she knew. Why? Because that's who usually has a motive, the most passionate motive, to do a woman in. You usually can start there and work your way backward to the actual evidence needed to convict them in the crime. With Chinese, there's plenty of motive. Like the recent story broken in the Daily Mail about a 2015 document from the Chinese Communist Party via the Chinese military that talked about the need to develop coronaviruses as bioweapons. One of the parts of the report that's most important that everybody's missing. Bioweapons. Yeah, but bioweapon for what? Not traditional warfare. Not at all. No, they plan to use it financially that's the key financially and look we can't prove they deliberately released it or released it at all from the wuhan lab yet but we can prove that the timing of the virus right before the trump you know campaign and election the results did give them exactly that economic edge they hoped to use the bioweapon for back in 2015 and in another league in 2007. And perhaps it's merely coincidence that the bioweapon or escaped virus ended up ha- helping the Chinese profoundly economically. That happened in three ways. The first way was that it got them out of a trade agreement Trump had forced them into. They would have to buy billions in American products in order to have the right to trade here. They simply couldn't afford to do it but signed it anyway remember the out clause i'll let daniel DiMartino booth remind you of what that sounded like she's the founder of money strong llc and a frequent commentator on business television programs
3: uh coronavirus and you know whatever's going on with u.s and china how much of this do you think is china saying you know what screw you u.s you're playing this hardball with me i'm going to come and bully you in a whole different way that you won't even pay attention to it how much how much credibility do you give to that
4: I will say this much. And if you're listening, write it down. In late November, word had already gotten off of the mainland that there was a virus in Wuhan. Six weeks later, the trade truce was signed with an out clause, a very clever out clause that the Chinese made sure was in there that said if there was any kind of act of God pandemic, then they didn't have to make good on what they had committed to buy from the United States. Within days, they announced the first coronavirus. So did the Chinese know damn well that this thing was running around the world for six weeks before they shut down Wuhan? Yes, they did. Is that criminal? Yes, it is.
2: Does it deserve to go in front of a world tribunal? Yes, it does. So that was the first way China benefited economically. The second way? As I tell you, one of the biggest stories of the entire last year is that for the first time in recorded human economic history, there was more foreign investment in China last year than there was in the U.S. That's key to China's economy passing ours because when it does, they will inherit the reserve currency crown from us. And they will also gain the economic supremacy we have now because we possess the reserve currency. It'll also bankrupt us for at least a generation to lose it, putting them in the permanent economic driver's seat in the world. Remember what China did. They spent two months telling us through psychological operations that when COVID hit the U.S., we would need to shut down everything immediately. Except as soon as it hit here, they reopened everything there, claiming they didn't really have any more cases. And the investment flowed there. The third way they benefited and exactly the way you'd benefit if you use this as an economic weapon was that they were able to use it in concert with the Democrats to destroy Trump, their biggest obstacle. He had the Chinese economy going in reverse, primarily through ending NAFTA and then actually enforcing its trade sanctions, which meant that the Chinese could no longer do the one thing they count on to get economic supremacy. Trade illegal goods over our border. Democrats and Republicans alike had allowed them to do this. Either goods made with stolen technology from the U.S. or goods that were weaponized by artificial subsidy by the Chinese government. Those are really the only two kinds of goods that they produce. And what China does is that the Communist Party subsidizes these goods at below the cost to make them. They don't actually innovate or compete very effectively. They just target industries, over-subsidize the goods until they destroy the industry in the U.S. And then they gain market share. They've done it all over the world, but they've very effectively done it here. Without Trump in the driver's seat, there will be, and I'm waiting for the article any day, no trade enforcement. There hasn't been in 30 years, which allowed China to run wild. They'll run wild again with those illegal goods coming. Bottom line, there's a very good chance and a lot of very credible people on both sides of the aisle right now are saying it. That coronavirus was actually an economic weapon that worked so well, it could easily be considered an act of war if it was proved that it came out of that lab. There's very good evidence that it did. Finally, I want to leave you with this terrifying thought, the same one that former Secretary of State and CIA Director Mike Pompeo started the podcast with. This isn't the only coronavirus they were experimenting on. In fact, if you were going to release one as an economic weapon, it's exactly the one you'd release. They watched us respond to 9 11 Just 4,000 of us died then, and we went insane. Look at the acts of war that followed. If you were to release a virus, you wouldn't dare release one that killed a lot of children or people in their prime or just a lot of people. You wouldn't release some of the ones they were working on in that lab that had 15% mortality rates. That would be an act of war, and our bombers might right now be flying over China. No, you'd release one that killed the elderly and only in relatively small numbers. You also wouldn't want to release a virus that killed too much of the population. You couldn't keep it out of your own population. And while the Chinese certainly don't give a rip about individual life, including the individual lives of their citizens, they don't want to take an economic hit themselves like they would have taken with a higher fatality virus, both here their most critical foreign market and in their own population. No, COVID-19 is exactly the coronavirus you would release, not the higher fatality viruses that they also experimented on in gain-of-function experiments in that same lab. But what's terrifying? They still have them. Can they control them? What is the safety like? And will they release those in the future? Pretending not to know could cost... Millions to billions of lives. But that's exactly what the Democrats are doing right now. Clearly blocking any investigation into this. Why? Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share it with like-minded friends and family everywhere.